0: Welcome to Coles on the Coast, the podcast where we talk about riding the waves of sustainability, preparedness, and living the small homestead life. Before we start this program, we want to let you know that Coles on the Coast is brought to you by Charlie's Small Engines. Charlie's Small Engines is a mobile small engine repair clinic that comes to you to repair your small engine mower, generator, anything that you might have. You can contact Charlie by visiting the Coles on the Coast website and using the contact page and selecting the drop-down Charlie Small Engines. It's also brought to you by Jessica's violin and piano lessons. You can contact Jessica the same way as Charlie Small Engines. Just go to the Coles on the Coast webpage, go to the contact page and send her an email inquiring about piano violin and whether or not she has a slot it just depends on the time of year I also want to remind everyone that we are Amazon affiliates any links to Amazon that you see in our show notes or on our website will lead you to a spe- a special page that is linked to our account um, anything that you purchase from that page or from any page you know after you've clicked on it and you search for it as long as you visit one of our links, um, you help us out. So, we thank you for your continued support and on with the show. All right. So, this is a Homestead Happenings episode, which we haven't had in like three or four weeks. So, that we're a long time. We've got a lot of things.
1: Yeah. A lot of them happened very recently because I don't remember. There's what a we lot of things about. in here
0: that I'm very upset
1: about, but we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. So, what's happened with our livestock? We'll start there, because that's what I have first.
0: One chicken is dead. Don't know where it went.
1: Yeah, she's missing. She got out
0: during our couple days of camping.
1: Yeah, so we extended the chicken run, though. So we we brought the chicken run into the garden to try to get the chickens to do some of our weeding, because we're lazy. So we would rather build a chicken run into the garden
0: well, we didn't build it. We just rerouted what we already had.
1: Yeah. It doesn't work perfectly. We have three chickens that keep getting out. And then two of them know how to get back in when I start chasing them around the chicken run. And one of them's just really dumb and just keeps running from you. So that's fun. And one lays, and there are her eggs in the blueberry bush when she's doesn't know how to get herself back into the coop and nesting box area. It's kind of funny. So there was... We found three eggs in this little spot in the little blueberry bush section. She found. So that was fun. Mhm. Yeah, always, always an adventure with chickens.
0: I uh, fixed the watering system for the chickens. So it's a similar tank style watering system that I have with the, like with the other chickens, and except this one you have to manually fill up. Eventually, mm-hmm. I run a gutter down the side of the carport that we have the chickens in to fill that thing up. Put a big 55 gallon tank. This is just the stopgap, But it yeah. works better. You fill it up with 5 gallons of water and...
1: We don't have to do it every day. Yeah. Because I was using just like a plane. Like the kind you buy from Walmart. Like that has the tiny little 1 gallon I guess of water that you... Yeah. It, it dries feeds. up too fast. It... Oh gosh. Before the day was gone it was gone.
0: Uh, and... So... Alright, I probably made this up, but apparently if chickens, chickens don't like getting bit by mosquitoes, so they'll go and dump all the water sources that they have out so that they don't get bit by mosquitoes. What? I may have made that up, but I know I read something (laughs) about West Nile virus and and chickens, Uh and then for some reason it went to my brain that maybe that's why the chickens kept dumping all the water out of those containers, was so that they wouldn't get mosquitoes, because it was I don't know. Settling in and mes- there's getting mosquitoes in it.
1: I don't know if I've ever heard that, but I had come up with really good ways to keep them from dumping out the water system. So, but um, it was too hot and too dry. I and think I just made that up. But. I think you made that up. But that that sounds neat. I'll look it up later. <laughs> but it also mildews really bad in those containers here.
0: Well, yeah, because they get
1: like really bad, like algae, really bad. Put it away. I'm being bossy. Bossy wife.
0: what? We were talking about algae.
1: <laughs> so that's our watering system, though. We yeah, it's it's a bucket with like the little chicken. It he we fill up the bu- the five gallon bucket, and then it gravity feeds into the little chicken watering cups, that he doesn't have securely. F- it's not fastened securely, so sometimes if the chickens that get out end up jumping on the piping they will pull it out of the bucket so that's kind of unfortunate when that happens, but we're usually around enough where it's not a problem. We just you know, put it all back together and fill it back up.
0: Yeah, because it's just easier not having it all glued together.
1: Yeah, for right now. So that's that. Um, we have one we have two roosters. Remember guys, we uh, killed all the roosters but two. We were going to kill all but one but we got tired before the second to last one and we couldn't catch those two. They were really fast. So we have two roosters to nine, eight, seven, seven hens, which probably isn't the right amount of roosters to hens. So we have one rooster who has a lot of feathers missing from his neck and it seems to be getting worse. So I'm, thinking we might have to take care of that. Is it the same one that we discovered has bumblefoot today? I don't know. I
0: haven't noticed a chicken without any. With the feathers missing on his neck.
1: I'm going to have to show you. I
0: don't get close enough to their heads to see I don't think we
1: put them up tonight. Maybe we'll check on that tonight. Because it's easier to get them when they're sleepy. It's easier to pick them up. These are fast roosters. We haven't had any problems with them trying to attack us but they acted like they wanted to one day when I looked like I was going to try to grab them. So, we'll see. I don't know if if he does have feathers missing, I might need to rehome him or cook him. But I don't really want to cook him; they're so pretty.
0: I wish somebody just come get him. I know. If y'all want a chicken, come get him. You can have it for fifteen dollars.
1: I mean, we could take him to a swap.
0: Yeah, but I mean, if somebody on here wants a chicken. They needs a chicken. Just come get it.
1: Yeah. Our other livestock animal, as you all know, are worms, and they're alive. They're doing all right. Yeah, they're doing okay. Their
0: bucket's growing all sorts of little plants, though.
1: So. Yeah, that's kind of strange. I don't know what they're grow. It's growing.
0: They're doing okay.
1: Yeah, they got some jumping worms in there now.
0: Yep, I'm gonna have to kill them all. I mean, jumping worms are gonna to overtake them and kill them. Well, they're invasive.
1: Do fish like jumping worms?
0: Yeah, that's why they're invasive. That's how they even got to be as big as they are. Because of fish? Because of people in, in around here selling them as red wigglers. Oh. Yeah, so they get spread all over the place in little fish bait containers.
1: You just need to get a whole bunch of them and take to my grandfather's and go fishing.
0: But they'll um, they'll ruin the soil.
1: Not if you drown them in a pond.
0: Well, if if they make it in the pond, you're going to talking about taking dirt with all the eggs in it, and then carrying that around and spilling that on the ground?
1: No, I'm just talking about taking some worms down there and drowning them. Anyway, that's our worms. Our house. We've done stuff around the house, or at least... Around the yard. Around the yard. We don't usually do things around the yard until maybe in the winter, but I have been having the... Nagging need to Make things look better around here So I got out the pruners And the loppers They're loppers, right? Not lopers, loppers, right?
0: Whatever, they're big cutters
1: Whatever, the cutters, yeah And went to go and getting The oak trees out of the blueberry bushes I got We have two different types of blueberry bushes I don't know what they're called But one has the big fat yummy Blueberries with the thinner skin and that's what produces best on our property and then we have the other one that I call like the northern blueberry but i doubt it's northern but it's got the thicker skin and they are sweeter but i don't prefer them because of the skin and because it's harder and they have like i don't know what would you call the bottom of it it's kind of i don't prickly's not the right word but the skin is really thick
0: what are those yeah berries
1: the smaller berries I want- say it's prickly. It's, it's just, not prickly, it's but just it's a just, thick this, skin. it's a thick skin. Mm. So I don't prefer to eat those raw, like fresh. I'd rather have them in like a blueberry muffin or something like
0: they're that. More like a huckleberry.
1: Yeah, I guess so. But they're good. They're good, but we don't get very much out of those bushes. Like they don't produce well at all. So I started there and I got a ton of oak trees out of there. Just lopped them off at the ground and discovered that we have several what seems to be common persimmon trees growing in that area. So I left those for now, but I don't know if they're going to be able to grow there or anything. And we were, tonight we were examining our other blueberry bushes because we have a big chore to clean those out in order to keep them growing well. And, um, I don't know, Charlie thinks we should kind of cut some of them out and then repot them and kind of start resetting the whole bush. I don't I don't know. What were you saying about it?
0: I was just saying we need to cut some of this the suckers out and pot pot them so that we'll have something to replenish it for some reason when we go through it. Do the big thinning out that it kills some of them. Yeah, so cuz we got to thin it into different patches. It's it's you're supposed to have a clump of canes that canes can grow and then you cut them out and then they'll replenish themselves mm-hmm. but it's so big that there's no clump of canes in different spots it's just one big mass yeah so we've got to like get in there and cut it down to a few sections of blueberries it's, it's
1: basically blueberry underbush right now like yes it, it's like an overgrown underbush yes. kind of area with a whole bunch of oak trees in there too little bitty oak so, trees
0: little blueberry forest
1: yeah. And we even took our loppers out to the side of the house on the... No,
0: we didn't use loppers on that. We used a small oh, saw. Saw,
1: yeah. It was. We have a camellia bush. It's this beautiful red camellia bush that had gotten so big it was basically a tree and it was up against the house and for three years now, ever since we moved into the house, we're like, we need to go cut that off of the roof and we haven't done it. So finally I'm like, Charlie, I don't care that we're probably ruining the bush for this winter because you know that we're going to be cutting a whole bunch of buds off I was like I, I don't care at this point we've got to get it off of the house so we just cut it down shorter so this year it'll probably look kind of sad but next year i bet you we're gonna have a funny looking camellia bush it's gonna be bushy because you know that's what happened to the other bushes that i cut back last. lot uh, what is it two years ago now yeah yeah they've gotten real bushy like we could, so for camellia bushes, if it, if you if you aren't familiar with camellia bushes, if you kind of just let them go, they get huge and they, they just kind of have all these offshoots that all the buds come off of and you just get bushier and bushier and bushier and it just kind of grows into this giant mash bush thing. But if you cut it correctly, you can actually create a tree. And I think it will on its own too if you let it go yeah, long it'll enough. Will, it'll do it on its own. But, like, you can kind of make it do it quicker and a little bit more even or the way you want to if you cut it off yourself. So, I don't know exactly how we'll do it. I think you prefer the bush style, don't you? Yeah, the trees are just too much. Yeah, they get too tall. But, and it's hard to trim them up. But, yeah, so we've been doing that around the house. It still looks like a pigsty in the backyard, though, because we have piles of things everywhere. That's what happens when you got kids and a whole bunch of stuff going on, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, for the family, we had a disease that went through every child and every person in the household. The terrible pink eye of 2023.
0: Yep, I finally caught it. And then I almost caught it
1: again. You did? (laughs) I even caught it. I've never had pink eye in my entire life until September of 2023.
0: Most, Most miserable... Think I've ever had.
1: It was pretty terrible. It was every. It started with one kid, with I guess it was Bella, the baby, and then it it went through to the second youngest in one of his eyes, and then third youngest got it in both eyes, and it was pretty. It was a terrible case of it, and then that second youngest got it in his other eye while on antibiotic drops. And so we're like, oh my gosh, what are we dealing with? We had to call the for a heavier prescription, and then our other kid got it, and I had already had it, and then you ended up getting it last. It was crazy. It was a lot of stuff. We tried all the, we tried some of the um, crunchy stuff first, and it did help. Any, I don't know. It it helped sim- somewhat with the baby's symptoms. Whatever.
0: The, don't put silver in your eye. It hurt mine worse. Did it really? It did. Made uh, mine more red and irritated
1: after I did it. Oh, well, that's interesting.
0: Oh, it's making my eye hurt now, talking about it.
1: Oh, we didn't try breast milk in your eye. No. <laughs> I I wanted to get into that, but that was a little bit weird. I put it in Bella's eye a couple times. I hope I'm not getting it again. Stop touching it.
0: Well, my eye started itching.
1: <laughs> so after the pink eye, the kids got a cold... And no, I had a cold too. Passed it through. I
0: had a cold the same time I had pink eye.
1: Yeah, you did. And that was rough. You you gave it I to everybody. Like, well, I don't know where I got it from.
0: <laughs> I went to work and then everybody's like You sound terrible. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sick." What do you mean you're sick? I'm like, "Obviously, I'm <laughs> sick." No, I'm not going to the doctor. You can just forget it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, we have had two birthdays because our second oldest turned five and our third turned three. They are exactly two years and two days apart. And um, that was fun. We took a camping trip on Friday night, just an overnight camping trip down the road to like a family campground with pools and different activities and stuff. And we had a good time. Did you have a good time? Yes. Yes. I guess I did. <laughs> About an hour and a half before we left, Casper um, was running through the house with a big long pole. And
0: a curtain rod, a bent curtain rod that bent. we had in the shower, holding up the the shower caddy thing, and then he breaks my lantern.
1: <laughs> he broke the lantern, so we had no lantern for our camping trip. I had
0: it in the ha- I thought I had it in a good spot too.
1: Nah. Any anywhere near the children is not a good spot. So yeah, it's it. Our poor lantern is gone. So we were we are in the market for a new lantern.
0: Well, the globe is broken. I can we can buy a new globe for fifteen bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Okay. Or a new lantern for a hundred dollars.
1: Oh no, I think fifteen dollars for a globe sounds a lot better right now.
0: They haven't been I Have to go to Ace Hardware.
1: Well, we'll go. My, I gotta go see my grandparents anyway. So today we, I didn't do a big giant birthday party. I just wanted to do like cake at my grandmother's house on for Sunday lunch, which of course everybody made out to be a bigger deal than I wanted it to be. But anyway, I made lunch and a cake and we're there waiting for everybody to get back from church and Casper found his way into the pantry and ate a Pop-Tart. This is not at my house. This is somebody else's house. I would never have Pop-Tarts in my house at this point in my life. So it really put me in a slump all the rest of the day, I think, until we got home. I was just so irritated because I worked so hard to keep him away from all things that would hurt him. And it's like he just is a magnet to it. I don't understand. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anybody else feel that way? I like
0: the Pop-Tart was open.
1: Yeah, it had to have been open. I think it was must have just been one. Somebody just ate one out of the package and then put it back in the pantry or something. I don't know. He was quick with it. So, yeah. There's half of a Pop-Tart in the pantry. Yep.
0: What else? What else we got?
1: Oh, I put this one out of... Out of order, but we did learn to put a tarp over the tent for rain and dew protection. Yeah. I think you were irritated with me on that one.
0: I mean, I don't know if it worked as good as you expected it
1: to. Maybe not, but I'm glad we learned how to do it, and I think we need to keep practicing with it so we're really good at it, because here's the thing. Guys, I went on a camping trip once with my really good friend, and we set up the tent, and we were sleeping and it started to rain and our water resistant tent did not hold the rain out and we got drenched along with all of our stuff and so our two nights of camping it was actually technically our third night of camping but we were supposed to spend two nights at this particular campground our two nights of camping turned into one night of camping and we went back to her place a night early so that we could hang the tent up to dry and dry all of our clothes that was that were in the tent. And that was just miserable. I'm telling you, you would never want to spend the night in a car like we did that night.
0: That's what you get for camping on the beach in the summertime, though.
1: That's true. That's true. But I mean, if it had been this year at the beach here, you probably wouldn't have had any rain.
0: No, whatever. The last two times we tried to go to the beach, it rained every time.
1: Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it was later summer, though. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so I I have been all for having a tarp, like a fully rain-proof tarp over our tent ever since. And not only that, we were t- t- camping in our backyard that one night with the kids just to see if they would do it and we only had the tent and the dew collected so bad on the outside of the tent every time someone would accidentally touch it like rolling around in the tent it would rain on us slept in the house no the time before that i slept with you guys i did we have all slept at that we had arabella out there and she was only like i don't know 6 months or something really yes mhm as for me i've had a wedding gig recently And a full lesson schedule, or at least pretty much full. I do have one student, uh, one mother who can't seem to figure out how to get her kid to lessons and doesn't like to tell me that she won't be there. So I might have another opening soon once I fire them from coming. So far they pay me every time they do come for all the missed lessons, but I don't know. I'm getting tired of it. I could be at home an extra 30 minutes and not be going up there if I didn't have that lesson.
0: If you listen to the podcast, you know who you are. (laughs) Yeah. Repent of your ways.
1: Don't do this to me anymore. It drives me nuts. Charlie, what have you been up to with the car and the van?
0: Well, you kind of told everybody. I've been fixing everything. Well, trying to. Apparently, I have fixed the washing machine by fixing the um oh crap what is it called the water level sensor the machine wouldn't quit draining and get in the cycle and just run and run and run and run and run and it wouldn't quit draining and it would never spin and it took me forever to realize that that's what it was doing and then when i realized that i knew exactly what it was that we had something clogging that sensor Mm -hmm. Uh, took the back off and pulled a little tube off the where the sensors actually touched the board and then blew out the blockage and it worked and then I had to replace the brakes on the car or the rear brake pads not actually the brakes but I got that that was easy earlier than I thought it was
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and then started working on the van trying to get the minivan trying to get the new radiator fan on there or condenser fan. I'm I'm confused as to which one's which. And anyway, I go working on it and then I realize that I've got to take the whole radiator out in order to put the fan in. So that project got kind of stalled out for a little bit until I go and get a radiator coolant coolant capture container.
1: Are you going to be able to lift the radiator? Yeah, the
0: radiator don't weigh anything. Oh, okay. It just slide, it Like literally, it slides out. I've got everything else unbolted from it. It slides out, and then you can have room to pull the fan. You just
1: off. have to have something to get the coolant. Yeah. Coolant that comes out. Yeah.
0: Okay. Drain it off into something. You don't want that in the yard. Gotcha. And then if you just save it into a clean container, you can potentially reuse it. Okay. Because I mean, it's relatively new. We had it when the timing chain got broke, or not. When we had the timing belt redone. Before you know, as regular maintenance, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't break, they change the water pump and the coolant. So, that mm. coolant's only been in there for two years, and we haven't even driven it that much in the, that period of two years. So, it's still relatively new, yeah. And then I put in an RO, a reverse osmosis filter because Arabella broke our Berkey by pulling it off the counter. Yeah. And then my wife... This is the
1: second time she pulled it off. Then my wife gave it away. I did. Gave
0: my Berkey away.
1: I I hope my family member that might be listening to this is enjoying it. Gave it away.
0: (laughs) So I had to put an RO filter in the house. So I had to install a plug under the sink and route it, you know, daisy chain it from another plug... So that I could plug my RO filter into it. And then hook the RO filter to the refrigerator and the little faucet on the sink. Mm-hmm. But I got it all done. All in one day. Nothing stayed completely. You know, we had it all cleaned up by the end of the day.
1: Yep, that was great. That was one of those days we didn't actually have Although to. Although I
0: said I wasn't going to put it in that day. Like, that was not on my list to do. <laughs> but when I when it came in, I was like we got to get this thing put together.
1: It was the day. It was the day. I cleaned the Airbnb while you did that.
0: Oh, yeah, that's oh, right.
1: We had child care that day. I had a family member said that she would watch the kids so we could get some stuff done. So that was great. Um, we have been cleaning the Airbnb on and off all this time, too. It's kind of low season, so we don't have to clean it as much. But we still are the primary cleaners and lawn care. Which we didn't do this weekend, actually. So we'll have to get that done the next couple days.
0: And Jessica made beef tongue.
1: I did.
0: It wasn't as good as it could have been.
1: I think it needed a lot more garlic.
0: It needed a lot more salt. There was no salt. It was just like, blah. I'll try it again. But I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, the texture wasn't too bad.
1: No, it wasn't.
0: Although, mmm... I don't know. It it was different. Like, the outside of the tongue where Because, like, the skin goes over the top of it, right? And then, like, the skin doesn't go all the way around the back. So there's, a, like, the area on the back that kind of got tough. Oh, did I not it? cut it all off? Well, no. Like, the skin goes all the way around. Yeah. But it doesn't go all the way around to the back. The bottom of the tongue is just kind of yeah. open.
1: Did you get some tough pieces?
0: Well, they weren't really tough, but they had, like, a different like texture a to them. But the rest of it was, like, just, like, finely shredded beef. It was okay. Yeah. It's just when you're thinking about eating a tongue, it just kind of feels weird.
1: Yeah. I was following a recipe that where you boil it first, and it was supposed to be, like, a whole head of garlic and a whole bunch of onions and, I don't remember what else, bay leaves, stuff like that. So it kind of think, like, a heavy garlicky soup, I guess. You boil it like that first, and then you take it out of the water when you're ready to fry it, and you take the skin off, and you cut off the hard part if you don't want to eat it, but you can eat it if you want to. So I tried cutting that stuff off, but I was trying not to get rid of more than I had to, so I guess I didn't get it all out. And then you slice it up, and then you pan fry it to be more like what we kind of want for tacos, right, so it wouldn't be mushy, because otherwise it would be mushy. And then like the recipe said, anything you're not going to fry up, you put it back in the water and you let it keep just sitting in the water. But, I mean, I thought we would eat it better. The kids didn't care for it very much.
0: No, when we had it the second time, like a couple days later with that extra garlicy guacamole, that was better.
1: That was better. And I also put salsa verde in it that time to make it more salt. So I'm like, next time I'll put a ton more garlic in it. Because I think we just love garlic. I was trying to keep it lower on the garlic and onions, too, for Casper, but he wouldn't even eat it. Mm-hmm. Our kids have been not fans of eating anything other than what's normal and not even most of the stuff that's normal for us to eat. I don't understand. I cook. Sometimes they eat. Sometimes they don't. I don't know. I can't fight it. They're kids. They're kids. They're five, three, and Six. And soon Bella will probably do it to us, too. So, whatever. Um, about the same time, Charlie did the best smoked ribs and pork butt that he has ever done to date. Oh,
0: well, because I actually had a day that I could actually just let them smoke all day long.
1: Yeah, they were good. Even Ad- Adelaide was super impressed. I was impressed. And I
0: found some good charcoal. That was the
1: same day you fixed the RAO filter, too. Oh, yeah. The charcoal that
0: I had was working really good that day. I found a good bag of it. It's still going.
1: Yeah. Cool.
0: But the it's like, you know, the ice machines that have that tube ice. hmm It's the same kind of charcoal. It's, it's just charcoal that's pressed as a tube, so it gets fire all throughout it. It burns real nice and tight and has a lot of heat.
1: All right. Cool. And that's all it was. So kind of in building community and bartering, we've been bartering for random stuff, so like... There was one person that said, "I've got beauty berries on my property. Who wants them?" And we're like us, and they wanted some tallow, so I rendered them some tallow in for some beauty berries, and we made some jelly.
0: I tried to make jelly.
1: Yeah, we tried to make jelly. Right now, it's not jelly; it's syrup. We'll try
0: to. I don't think it ever will be jelly.
1: You don't think so? It does make a good syrup, though. I think it was delicious on those oatmeal pancakes. Reason, I, I don't.
0: I, just, I don't know why I didn't
1: do. Oh. I don't know either
0: Whatever yeah. There's not enough pectin in that So you have to add more. Maybe we should have added more pectin to begin with
1: Maybe Because it's not like a grape
0: Or use, We should have used Pomonas
1: Yeah There's a lot of people I was listening to somebody else Who was talking about using Pomonas for the first time And really liking it
0: Because it doesn't depend on the pectin in the fruit You don't it have to use
1: nearly that. as much sugar
0: Mm-mm.
1: Very small amount of sugar and we've already put so much sugar in that jelly, so I think Pomona's probably be the best bet to try to make it up again. Yeah. I and I think I would want to get some half pint jars, too. Is, is that what I'm trying to say, or quarter? Uh, quarter. Quarter pint jars. Because I feel like most people would want to taste this jelly, but it's not necessarily going to be, like, a favorite for peanut butter and jelly. Although, I, it would be so good on a sourdough English muffin.
0: Yeah, big, yeah.
1: It would be so good it's on got that. got a nice
0: herbal taste to
1: it. It does. I'm trying to barter some work for some raw cow's milk, but my current milk lady hasn't taken me up on that offer, so we'll see. I would really like to barter a few more things instead of, you know, all this paying back and forth. So, Charlie, what did you buy recently that's made all our jobs so much easier? Well,
0: I bought a computer. Yeah. Actually, I actually bought two computers. One's a big... Big Mac Pro, and then the once a MacBook Pro.
1: The big computer we haven't used much. Use it as a TV watching device, a DVD. Yeah, player. eventually,
0: it. I mean, I can upgrade it to be more of a like a server eventually. So eventually, when we start hosting our own podcast on our own stuff. Begin to use it instead.
1: That'll work. Which good. is
0: what a lot of people use those for they still sell for a lot too cool i just got a good deal on them.
1: yay the kids are all into pokemon right now has that been a new adventure for you
0: <laughs> so irritating i didn't even play with the cards when i was a kid i just liked the magazine so i could look at the different pokemon characters I'd, oh my gosh it's such an irritating game
1: I don't know how you're supposed to play it. The kids just play it with the overall number, and whoever has the highest number for what they pick wins. Like I don't understand. <laughs> it works right now. Like
0: I, I was reading through the manual, and it's like you need a sixty-card deck, but then that that deck that he got in the clear clamshell is not even sixty cards. Oh. It's fifty-four cards. Oh. So I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. Maybe maybe that particular kind's not supposed to be 60. That's why I was like, I don't know how to build a deck to know what characters work good with other characters. Yeah. And
1: I don't know a lot. Of, I don't know anything about it. I didn't do Pokemon growing up. I just know that one of the little kids at the camp that they went to was looking at their cards, their Pokemon cards, and Jojo and Adelaide was all into it, especially Jojo. And they gave them some cards, so they started it. And so, I don't know. I guess they're going to have to get back with them or something. Because he was really sweet and played well with the kids. Yeah, he'll have to teach Joseph how to play. Because I don't know what to do. I have no desire to learn on that one, unfortunately.
0: poor Adelaide's so upset because she doesn't have enough cards to do anything. And JoJo went from having, like, eight cards to having a whole bunch of them.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Well, it's just his birthday. So he got him for his birthday. So, for homeschooling... We're slowly moving through, learning different stuff every day by day. Cooking, reading. Charlie got to work with Adelaide a little bit tonight. It's slow progress, but it's progress.
0: I guess. (laughs) She has a difficult time with, like, retention. Yeah. Yeah she can see a word and say it and then two seconds later see the same word and not have a clue what it is
1: yeah she struggles with some of the same things that i did so her d's her and one of her things is i'm not sure if it's um like a motor planning thing and she's just accidentally saying like the t sound for the d or if she's really confusing the two I, i'm not sure which one it is i'm It's kind of interesting because I know she had some issues with motor planning when she was in speech. And so, but if you, like, give her cues, she can figure it out. So you're like, well, remember this isn't a T, or remember this is a D, what sound does the D make? And then she gets, like, her D's and her B's mixed up, which is very common to do. And so she struggles with that. But a lot of words, like ran, she always wants to make it into rat.
0: Yeah, that's what she was doing tonight, too.
1: Um, I don't, I'm not sure. I think she just sees those first two letters and then she just comes up with whatever ending she wants to do. And Which is interesting because the whole book is set up to where you learn like at first and then you learn how to put a letter in front of it. But her brain doesn't work that way at all. It seems it's like she wants to do the first syllable, not the last syllable with the letter. Yeah. So I don't know. I might have to swap up how we're teaching her to read. I don't know. If anybody has any suggestions on stuff. But I don't want something with a crap ton of cards or a crap ton of bookwork. I'm not that kind of mom. I'm not that kind of teacher. And my kids can't handle it. And I can't keep up with it. The current book system that I have I enjoy because it's one book. And then I can make my own index cards when I need the cards. Because it's very simple and they tell you what to write out at the beginning of the lesson if you want the cards or you can use magnet letters and I really like that system it's just very simple, it's very easy I don't want something with a thousand dollars worth of stuff I have to buy to go with it, I can't I can't handle it, it would be destroyed it'd be gone in a week and you would everybody probably listening is like you would just keep it away from your kids, you don't understand life here Is complicated. There are four kids, and they're all very young. So and they
0: get into everything. Every
1: single thing. I have a locked cabinet right now.
0: Where the keys are. Yes. They'll try every key until they find the one that unlocks the cabinet. They've
1: done it. Like I have a I have a locked cabinet currently where my school stuff that I'm using with the kids are in, with little manipulatives and stuff that they like to get into, and they have figured out how to get in there. They don't do it all the time because it is a bit of a pain for them to do, but they can and they do sometimes. But what it is new, oh what?
0: Oh, I was just gonna say you, you end up learning how to cope with losing stuff.
1: You do, you do.
0: Because it gets broken and lost, and you just got to deal with it.
1: You do. Uh, what is new with the homeschooling journey though is that we are joining a co-op, but it's not like your typical co-op for around here. Most of them, like you have to sign up and then you have to be there every week at certain hours. And you have to have a job every week and you have to pay a fee and all this. And this kind of co-op is more like show up for as long as you can, when you can. You're expected to do some type of job at least three quarters of the time. So maybe not every single time you're there, but, you know, you're supposed to assist with daycare or teaching something or something. Because, you know, it's a co-op. That's the whole point right it's mom's teaching or dad's but it's i don't know i'm i'm really excited to see what it turns out to be if everybody steps up and actually does a job and does it but cuz we've got like somebody that wants to do yoga and someone that wants to do like breathing techniques and stress relieving techniques and it looks like it's going to be two different age groups so like a elementary and then a middle and high school group so i like that it's not super segregated in age groups too Because most of them around here, again, are pretty segregated, too. It's, like, smaller um, sections of ages, right? right. Instead of more... It's like
0: a standard school, rather than... Yeah. Like
1: a... And maybe not so much that it's standard, but, like, I don't know, first to third grade together, that kind of thing, right? It's, It's still pretty... It's smaller. Yeah. In age group variation and stuff. So I like that this is a little bit bigger. I'm going to start teaching a drum circle in it. I'm going to start with one and then see how it goes. And if it goes well, I'll do it for a couple weeks, but I won't do it into the Advent season because once we get into Advent, I don't want to have to plan a lesson plan and plan like church music. It's just too much because Advent's right before Christmas and that's just a lot of stuff going on. So yeah, trying to think. So between homestead stuff and my professional string stuff and teaching and your work, we're staying busy as always.
0: hmm Even on days that I'm off, I'm busy.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that's normal. I think it's good for us. Yeah. To some extent, Under- at least.
0: Anyway, so that's it. That's all the news for the last two weeks.
1: A month and a half. It's been a long time.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right. Have a good week.